Hello everyone and welcome to the Comexus Cast Daily, all the news you need to know from our inbox to yours. I'm Matthew McGordy, the videographer and podcaster here at Comexus, and today I'm joined by the lead strategist at Comexus, Phil Brooks. Good morning. So our story for today, Facebook is going to be changing their branded content uh, policy. Um, so branded content uh, obviously is, is something that's created normally by um, some creator or influencer um, and is then created for a brand mm -hmm. or, or a publisher of some kind. Um, and typically, that this is an article from um, Tim Peterson on the search engine land. Um, so it refers to an article or video that a brand paid a publisher or creator to produce or star in and distribute to their audience. Um, so influencer marketing is a, is a big portion of this. Um, but one of the things that Facebook wants to fight against, and one of the reasons why they're changing their, their branded content policy, is that to some extent, branded content can could become uh, just an article or video that a brand paid a publisher or creator to distribute rather than create or star in themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes they, they suggest that these could be links to product pages, which effectively just become ads yes. at that point. Mm -hmm. um, so Facebook's going to be updating their brand content policy to prohibit um, this behavior, um, specifically um, from being paid to post content that they were not involved creating. And Facebook is adding the following parameter to its policy. Don't accept anything of value to post content that you did not create or are not involved in the creation of or that does not feature you. And these changes are going to be taking effect in March. So this is one of the many steps that Facebook has taken both on Facebook and on Instagram to fight against influencer marketing fraud. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, wh what do you think about this, Philip? Well, I think, first of all, the the bigger problem for me is probably on Instagram than yeah. it would be on Facebook. Um, I think you see a lot more of product placement type stuff on Instagram because mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot easier it, you know, for an influencer to create content around something like that because yeah. it's such a short piece of content. It's either just a static image of them using a product or holding a product or if it's you know just a quick review of what that product might be and I think you see this a lot in um, you know you've got beauty bloggers yeah. and things like that where you see a lot of them utilizing you know uh, some sort of makeup or face wash things like that I think that's a big one for this industry um, I think that the influencers are probably among the most mm -hmm. you know powerful uh, as far as impactful that way I mean because you can literally see what that looks like with the end product as people are doing it. Um, you know, I see a lot of uh, celebrities doing the, the cooking thing too, you know, yeah. uh, so, but, um, you know, I, I think to me, it's certainly, you know, they're looking to find ways to make sure that this branded content is authentic and isn't something that's being distributed via multiple channels, um, you know, and I think that's problematic for two reasons. One being that, you know, it, it may be hard for certain people to tell the difference between what's an ad and what's just a post. Absolutely. Um, and also, I think it's just, you know, it, it, if you do that, you devalue your stance as an influencer by just, mm -hmm. you know, basically putting out a piece of content that you haven't had anything to do with, nor any investment in the creation of. So, um, you know, I, I think if you're, you're, you're an influencer, um, you know, you should put more value on your own cachet and your own reputation than that. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things you touched on was people not being able to differentiate between what is an ad and what is clearly just the influencer discussing the things that they like. And we've mentioned that before on the show. I forget the exact statistic, but it was somewhere like above 70% yeah. of people um, weren't exactly able to tell the difference or, or maybe believed influence or sure. something like that. And then we've also seen um, some more recent numbers with the, the, the changes to how influencer marketing has to be approached on Instagram, specifically with hashtag ad mm -hmm. um, being added to things and 
how that has actually increased influencer marketing. So you have, to some extent, an, an increase in legitimate um, advertising for, for these people, but also with that increase can come potential questionable Oh, things. yeah. I mean, you know, on Instagram in particular, a lot of times you get kind of the preview of what the cop- copy is underneath. Yeah. But if they put that ad hashtag in the part where it doesn't load automatically on the screen, yeah. you know, that's, that's a pretty good way to get around that unless people are going to click through and read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the important thing to remember here also is that we have a template for this already. We've seen what native advertising does on the digital platforms, on actual news platforms. And you know, I, I think that we've learned a lot of lessons from what happened with that. And native advertising now, you know, they've, they've gone out of their way to make sure it's as clear as possible, um, especially if you're an editorial outlet. I think the important thing to remember is that you know, we have we can look back on how native advertising handled the same problem and you know we can see what worked and what didn't and i think the important thing is transparency more so than anything else um, you know i think that the important part is just making sure that people are aware that this is something that's you know people are being paid to do and to take those recommendations with a grain of salt which i think you know unless you're completely w- devoid of any mm-hmm. you know ability to to reason you should be doing anyway yeah absolutely so the, the way that Facebook is going to be um, tracking this, um, they said that if p- publishers or creators continue to violate um, their new policy, they're going to event- they may eventually limit or eliminate their access to Facebook's monetization tools, um, such as lab- the labeling tool used to tag a piece of branded content and enable a brand to track its performance and run it as an ad. Um, so we will see how that goes. Um, they're going to be um, identifying a piece. Uh, they're going to rely on a system that it's developed using various signals to recognize a business relationship between two pages, according to a Facebook spokesperson, um, and that system is designed to be able to distinguish between when a creator posts something, fr- a link from an affiliate publisher, to when th- it's very clear that mm. these are actually people in, in a brand and, deal. And hopefully YouTube will follow suit, because I feel like mm-hmm. they're even bigger of an issue with than, than Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I do know with Facebook you're technically supposed to click on a specific thing while you're uploading a piece of content that says, hey, this is an ad. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that is happening, I'm unsure, and I, I suspect to some extent, um, we, we, we can assume yeah. that it probably is not, um, but we'll, we'll see how this, this goes in the future. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in today to today's Comexis Cast Daily. <laughs> Sorry, tongue twister today. Um, check us out on Monday for more of the latest trending news. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend.